Welcome to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, founder and CEO of the How to Life Movement. On Gen Z Today, we discuss practical ways you can boldly live and lead for Christ. Find out how you can have confident hope and make a difference for Jesus, especially when it comes to the Great Commission. Welcome to Gen Z Today. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, and I am so glad that you are tuning in and joining us this week for the Gen Z Today podcast, where every week we have another conversation about what it means to live and lead for Jesus as members of Generation Z. And uh, for those of you listening, this could be your first time tuning in. And if it is, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, it could be your like 60th time tuning in. We've had around, I think we're right at about 60 episodes now that we've had uh, of the Gen Z Today podcast since this started uh, a little over a year ago in March of 2021. And we've had some amazing guests. And this week, I have another amazing guest. Uh, his name, uh, or to introduce him, he is someone I've known for a few years now. I've known him since fall of 2018. Uh, so it has been almost four years now uh, when he uh, was a part of uh, the leadership team that put on a How to Life event in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And uh, uh, he was one of the presenters, or he helped share the gospel at How to Life in Virginia Beach and was a part of our amazing team. And I've connected with him uh, a good bit since then as well. And I'm really glad to be able to feature him on this week's episode of Gen Z Today. Welcome, Victor Agbagba. How are you today? Hey, what's up, Jordan, man? Honored to be here. I am doing well, man. Just taking life a day at a time, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, Victor, I know I've always just been so encouraged by you and your heart for the Lord. Your passion for the Lord is truly contagious. I know I still remember when when you were preaching at How to Life in Virginia, and I was just like, wow, the Lord used you in such an amazing way uh, to see young people come to Christ that night. There were like 50 people, I think, that came forward uh, during that invitation, which uh, I know is as definitely just the Lord uh, working through you uh, as he worked through uh, the other many young people that night. And, and, but I've uh, been excited you've been on my list, Vic, of someone I wanted to, to have on the podcast here to share a little bit of your kind of some of your heart and passion and just introduce yourself. Who are you? Uh, where are you from? What? Uh, and yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, man. Well, uh, obviously, Jordan said it earlier. My name is Victor. You can call me Vic. I have everyone call me Vic because it's simple. But uh, I was born in Togo, West Africa. Now, a lot of people don't know where that is. If you know where Ghana is or Nigeria is, it's just right next to to those two countries. So it's just a little skinny Africa. one in there, right? It's a little skinny one, very small yes. and very far. Um, but yeah, I moved to the States when I was seven. My father had moved here first and few years later, after coming back and forth from uh, America to, to Africa, he decided to bring uh, my mom uh, and my baby sister. And at first, he was going to let me stay there, but my mom convinced him to bring me along, too. So, so yeah, I moved to the States, moved to Virginia when I was about seven uh, or eight. And, um, yeah, just kind of been rolling in the States ever since. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and yeah, and I know... Uh, Back in 2018 for How to Life, were you, weren't you like a sophomore in high school then? Is that right? 
Yeah, yes, I was, I, I was a sophomore. You were a sophomore. And, and how did you get involved with that team? How did you end up uh, sharing and speaking that night? I'm, I'm trying to recount just a little bit of kind of how we initially first connected there. And, and yeah, what do, what do you remember about How to Life Hampton Roads? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Abby is a good friend of mine, Abby Martin, which uh, I'm sure you're going to have on this episode or on this podcast a yeah. few days down the road. Um, but yeah, so she she served on uh, um, my ministry team at Tallwood, which we were leading a kind of like a parachurch kind of nonprofit uh, ministry. They called it the FCA, but we just kind of took it over and rebranded it. For us, it was more like a like a church or ministry inside of the school that kind of evangelized and reached uh, the people that you know wouldn't step foot in the church, and so. Yeah, that, that ministry it was there at the school for about uh, 10, 11, 10 or 11 years. And um, after a week of us just kind of, you know, allowing the Lord Jesus and us taking over, uh, literally the next time we met, uh, about two weeks later, we went to 85 people. So from mm. five people to 85, just explosive growth. Uh, ministry ended up at its, at its highest was like maybe around 250 students. So uh, yeah. She was one of our volunteers on that team, and and so she she was talking to me about her senior project she's doing for her uh, school, uh, you know, kind of her school, you know, their her her capstone kind of thing, and um, and she was like, would you be interested in, in serving on this team? I'm like, yeah, man, anything having to do with the advancement of the gospel, I'm I'm in, uh, and so yeah, she you know she led us well, she served well, and. And man, God really moved that out of life. That's awesome. No, I I remember that night, very, very amazing evening, and the Lord moved, and yeah, yeah, and incredible, incredible time. And I still remember you speaking that night and how the Lord used you, and and yeah, really was an amazing time. And and uh, yeah, here I'm excited to we're excited to hear a little bit more here now about some of your. Uh, story and the theme that we have picked out for today. But before we get to the theme, uh, can you share with us, Vic, just a little bit about, well, I wanted to hear a little bit more about uh, kind of the uh, the events that you did after that. I know you planned, uh, you launched kind of an event uh, of your own uh, called Revive. Is that right? Can you tell us just a little bit about that and kind of what that season's been like and, and kind of what you've been up to uh, since 2018, the last four years? And I appreciate that, man. Thanks for the encouragement that night. I was, you know, really nervous and, you know, just, man, all glory be to God. That's, you know, that's all we can say. We're just standing there as vessels for him. Um, but yeah, so after How to Life Hampton Rose, man, just crazy miracle story of how that worked that out. The crazy thing was school, our, the school system in Virginia Beach, our city was closed for a whole year. And I think neighboring cities were closed, not a whole year, I'm sorry, a whole week. And it's not COVID yet. So it was closed for a whole week. And because um, of hurricanes, Category 5 hurricane. Yeah, yeah. And man, um, I texted Abby. I'm like, hey, do you want to prayer walk around the church we were we were going to hold the event at? Because, you know, everyone was kind of discouraged. The college just threw in the towel, thought it was over. Mm. And so Abby and I went and prayer walk. We, we did seven laps, just like the walls of Jericho. And literally the day of how to like, like, there was no rain. There was supposed mm. to be a Category 5 hurricane. The hurricane literally, Jordan, uh, and I know you remember this, curved, I remember. Around, um, curved around our area, curved around the, the whole that, the whole Hampton Roads area, 
and we did not get a drop of rain literally till after the event. Mm. I felt a drop of rain on my head. So just God, just God, just doing that was miraculous. But that inspired me, and that uh, that really moved my heart to uh, just do something, you know, for. You know, I, I'm entrepreneurial and I like learning from people and taking it and making my own. So God just really birthed a vision in me for uh, a, an area-wide movement, area-wide revival called Revive. Um, and the original vision for it was uh, kind of Josiah. You know, you see in the Old Testament, King Josiah, um, you know, was a was a son of an evil king. And but God raised him at the up at the age of eight, and eight is significant because eight represents the beginning in Scripture. Um, and so we were really just praying for a Josiah generation, a generation that mm. was not ashamed, a generation that was young, but still willing to 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 turn the cultural norm. Uh, Josiah reformed his whole nation and turn it from, uh, you know, idols back to the one true God. And so that's what we were praying for that year. And that year uh, we ended up reaching around 200, 250 students. Um, and, um, you know, it was great. God really moved, man. God really set mm. that place on uh, and then that just kind of became a, you know, snowball effect. We we did a citywide event uh, with that uh, ministry. Uh, I got to got to lead at, at Tallwood, and and then you know we we wanted to do How to Life 2020, but then COVID came and yeah. kind of pushed it back, and you know really messed up a lot of our plans. But you know, Scripture says man plans, but God you know has the final say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it ended up being you know ten times. At, at better than it could have been back in what we, we were trying to do in the month of May, but hmm. uh, we ended up, you know, fundraising and um, you know getting a, a, a good sized um, auditorium and and God really moved. There was that that event we reached around eighteen hundred uh, people, both physically physically we were overflowed, packed out. Like this is in the midst in the heat of COVID, right? It's crazy how God moved. And then, you know, a bunch of other people joined us online. It was streamed on TV and all these things. So, man, I I don't know all the numbers, especially because of the TV and stuff like that. But uh, as far as, you know, our team just gathered, it was around 1,800. But God just just really took it and moved. And, and yeah, so after that, um, I uh, got a job to come on staff full time at my home church and got to serve there in the student ministry uh, for a little bit. Um, and then, you know, God uh, called me to New Mexico to, to serve in the student ministry there and then called me back to Virginia and called me to Alabama. So just kind of mm-hmm. been moving around, you know, just, you know, exploring and seeing what God has. Wow. Wow. Well, that's amazing, Vic. I think I just love your how you're seeking the Lord. You're trying to be faithful and uh, and just serve him with your life. It's it's just amazing to see the the faithfulness that. Uh, that the Lord has had in your life and, and just the opportunities he keeps giving you and, and to see the leader that you're becoming, it's truly inspiring. And, and yeah, can, uh, Vic, as we kind of go into the next segment of, of the podcast, could you share with us just a little bit about, uh, how, what is the difference that Jesus has made in your life? What's kind of like your one to two minute testimony about how you found Jesus why, why do you love Jesus today? What are, why, how, how did we get Vic today? Vic, who loves Jesus and is living, living for the Lord. How, tell us a little bit of your story. Yeah, man, dude, uh, I, 
grew up in a very, very broken home, very violent, very toxic, you know, all the abuse you could name, whether it was emotional, um, physical, sexual, what, you know, all the abuse. And so really fell into a deep depression around the age of seven, seven or eight. And, you know, that, that's kind of a, been a depression, a clinical depression that's, uh, that I'm still wrestling with today. So it's mm. been about 14 years of that battle. Um, and so I, I remember being in elementary school and being suicidal and even making suicide attempts as an elementary school uh, student. Mm. Um, and, you know, went into uh, actually, sorry, got exposed to pornography at a really, really early age, around, maybe around nine or ten. Um, and it, it was uh, same sex pornography, guy to guy, homosexual and stuff like that. And so it really made me question my sexual orientation, sexual identity, all that stuff that the enemy tries to do to, to confuse you uh, as a young man. Um, but then, you know, so I went to middle school that became an addiction, a pornography addiction. And, uh, you know, that God had to really take away. I was I was. Uh, reading my Bible, my old King James Bible, um, you know, and that, that my mom had taught me when we would go from church to church and stuff like that. And, and so I was reading it, trying to interpret it. And man, I, I can't tell you what happened. I really don't remember the moment, you know, clearly it's kind of fuzzy to me. But all I remember is that the Holy Spirit came and he just convicted me of sin, told me I was a sin, that I needed to repent. And I gave my life to him. And, you know, it's, it's definitely not been an easy road. Um, man, middle school, you know, was hard and just trying to grow and develop and to be the man of God. There's a lot of heartbreaks and, uh, you know, a few, several suicide attempts on my life to give up. High school was a little better because I had that sense of purpose and the ministry God had, uh, you know, allowed me to steward and serve. And, and then, uh, you know, kind of after high school, it's just been increased battle and incline battle as I'm going out into life and trying to make uh, well, at least a lot of that to make moves through me. It's just been a huge attack on the enemy. I think, um, you know, I share this in vulnerability. I, I try to be an open book because, you know, I, I know the people that help. So I've made about 10 attempts on my life just from seven years old. Now I'm 20. And then I've, I've been hospitalized two times for, for mental illness. Hmm. And, uh, you know, the heartbreaking thing is most, most of the churches I was at and worked at, the I was let go or I was allowed to just kind of go back home because of my mental illness. And so that's one of my passions also, just like, uh, you know, allowing, you know, just, just being a light to, to, shy, to shed light on the topic of mental illness, especially among Christians. And so, um, yeah, I'm sorry, I know I'm taking longer than you asked, but just, um, you know, the formula to make, you know, anybody that's passionate about the Lord, and I don't take credit for it. I know that all the glory goes to the Lord. And, I'm just a simple vessel just standing here before him. But the formula for, for anything God wants to do in our lives and uh, do in our destiny, you know, comes through pain, comes through suffering, comes through agony. That's where the anointing is developed. That's where the anointing, uh, you know, is increased and stuff like that. And so, man, I, I owe it all to the pain, the heartbreak of everything that's, you know, come along in my journey of life, um, you know. And, and so that's just kind of a quick summation of my story, man. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you, Vic, for sharing uh, your story with us here. I know for every, every time I have someone share their story on here, it's, it's always a little different. And the, the thing that is the same is, is just the Lord's faithfulness. And uh, it's amazing how after so much, the Lord has been faithful through it all. 
and that you are here today because of him and and how he's changed your life and and I think that's incredible and and thank you for being vulnerable and honest and and, and talking with us about how some of your journey it, it really really means a ton and and uh, and yeah I I'm excited for you to be able to share a little bit with us here kind of as we get into the last part of the podcast about our theme for this week uh, which uh, is the anointing you've received and uh, and you and I talked about this just a moment ago about kind of the uh, the, this chapter in First John that talks about the anointing that you've received, and uh, could you just share with us a little bit, Vic, about your heart for kind of just this theme and this in this this passage? And I think this really, really important biblical truth that is uh, just really recognizing the fact that we as believers have have an anointing that is really cool and i know you you're excited about this could you share with us just some of your thoughts and passion and and, and some of the scripture that uh goes along with this theme yeah absolutely yeah so ever since i knew i was called to preach i was called to preach about in seventh grade preached my first sermon at a funeral for my seventh grade science teachers so i preached my first sermon about maybe like 14 um mm. and um, I've always sought, I've always tried to cultivate the anointing of God and seek after the anointing of God. And that's basically God's hand on what you're doing. And we see all throughout scripture, especially in the Old Testament, how the, the prophets would anoint the kings and the priests and all these things that would signify that they're consecrated and set apart for the work of God. And, and so, you know, anytime I try to get up to, to, to share a message or even this podcast, man, I was really begging God on my knees. I'm like, God, if you don't show up, I'm going to screw this up because we're nothing without the anointing of God. We're nothing without the touch of God, without the hand of God. And, and so really sought the anointing of God, just the hand of God, the favor of God, the, you know, just the power of God in my life from, from, you know, middle school on out to here. But uh, recently, because of what God's calling me to and in this next season to come, I haven't really announced it yet big on social media, but but I'll share with you kind of here for those who are listening. God, I was on a trip uh, a few weeks ago um, and driving back home, the Holy Spirit just arrested me and was just showing me uh, stuff about a foreign uh, country. And, mm. you know, I've always had a heart for this foreign country. Um, but I didn't I didn't think that the Lord would call me to full time missions. I always thought. Lord will allow me to lead a church or a ministry here, and that would be something that branches out and that can fund missions or or to help people globally. But I never thought the Lord would call me to be on the ground in missions. And the Lord just started showing me visions of, of people in in this South American nation. God just started showing, showing me visions of of women and children in sex trafficking and human trafficking and domestic you know domestic slavery and all these things and I mean, Jordan, I cry a lot. I'm a very emotional guy, but I was crying when God showed me this. And and I had to pull over. I, I had a 10-hour drive ahead of me, but, but I pulled over and just like, all right, Lord, so, you know, what about this, this and that? What about, you know, all this, you know, past brokenness and all these mistakes I've made? And God, I, I just feel so unqualified and ill-equipped. And God, can't you choose somebody else? And God, I don't want to go. And he said, big. You know, just like Gideon, go in the strength I've given you. And, and, and that, one of the things for me was the language 
barriers. Like, well, how am I going to speak to these people? And he said, you know, that, you know, back, back in Acts, God gave languages to these, uh, to the early apostles. Like, Vic, I could do the same to you. Yeah. And he brought to my story of a, of a woman that went out to Haiti and God gave her Creole and is now leading a ministry that's most, um, ministering to hundreds and hundreds of uh, children in Haiti. But, uh, but, but basically the anointing, I, I was processing and I was like, well, what do you want me to share on this podcast? And he brought me to first John chapter two, verse 26 to 28. And I have a list of prayers and declarations and verses. I pray over myself uh, every morning uh, as a part of my devotional time. And this is one of them. And John, the apostle is basically writing to a church and he, uh, to the church and he's telling them, uh, I'm writing this to uh, to you to to warn you about the people who want to lead you to lead you astray. And verse 27 tells us, "But you have received the Holy Spirit, and He lives within you, so you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know, and what He teaches is true. It is not a lie. So just as He taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ." But the Lord told me, "Man, Vic, I teach you all things." I teach you everything you need to know, everything you could ever think of. And because you have the anointing, because my spirit resides in you, because my Holy Spirit teaches you all things, you have more wisdom than somebody with a doctor. And that's not me speaking in an arrogant way, because, you know, you see David in Psalm 119, he says, I have more wisdom than my teacher. Why? Because of the spirit of God lives within him. And if you, you know, Proverbs says that, that fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And those that know God and respect him and reverently fear him have wisdom that this world could know not of and have a power and authority. And, and like we're talking about an anointing that, that, that just does things that uh, Isaiah says, the anointing breaks the yoke, the anointing changes things. And, and so, so I began to process that and just really chew on it. And, and the Lord was telling me, you know, when, when God told Moses, uh, to go, Moses says, who shall I say sent me? And God said to him, I am sent me. And the significant thing about that, and I'll close here soon, I'm sorry, I don't take a while, but the significant thing about that is when when God told Moses, I am, I am is a present continual, uh, you mm-hmm. know, word or tense. And he's saying, Moses, everything you will ever need, I am. So when they say, who sent you? And you're like, I am in need of of eloquence. He says, I am just turn to me. Just say, just call me. I am. And I am that for you. I am in need of courage. You say, I am Victor. I am that for you. Jordan, I am that for you. God, I'm in need of bravery and boldness and all these things. Says, I am. So if the I am goes with us, if the Holy Spirit goes with us, if the anointing of God goes with us, there's nothing that can stop the people of God because mm. Jesus says it. I will build my church. And nothing, not even the gates of hell, will mm. prevent hell against that. Wow. Wow. I love that, Vic. I think for all of us, we we need to remember that we are serving the Lord. I am, like the, the great I am, the Lord Almighty, uh, Jehovah. Like, I mean, we are serving a God who is good and faithful, a God who provides, a God who uh, makes a way and there I think sometimes we sometimes we forget that we are serving the creator of the universe so I think it's amazing that 
for 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 you to be sharing this stuff just about the idea of we serve the creator of the universe and and he's given us an anointing uh, as followers of him that that we know and again it's not because of our own strength or anything that we've done but it's because of him through us and the way that God wants to use us to make a difference uh, for him and to serve him and we will we will never be alone we don't have to be afraid because God is good and uh, his ways are better than ours and uh, yeah I love that Vic I think it's amazing and and uh, what would you say kind of as as we're wrapping up uh, this, uh, this episode, uh, what would be your encouragement, Vic, to someone who is 15, 16, 17 years old, they're in high school, uh, maybe in a similar position to where you were at in high school, just someone who loved the Lord, but is just trying to figure out how to really live for him. So maybe I'll even phrase the question this way. What would, uh, do you have any, uh, like a, a biblical challenge that you would give your 15 year old self, your 16 year old self, what, what would be a challenge that you would give to someone who is 15, 16, they're younger than you. And, uh, and, uh, and in terms of wisdom, when it comes to this idea of anointing and truly living uh, with the Lord, uh, as, uh, just with the Lord's anointing. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, you know, as I think back to it, um, you know, in scripture, the Levites and, and all these and, and all these people, the, the Nazarites and all, you know, all these people that were in scripture that God used significantly. He told them to consecrate themselves. And one thing I really, really worked hard in doing in high school, and I wasn't perfect at it by any means, but it was Romans 12 to do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And, and so if we are set apart people, if we are holy people, all holiness means is being set apart. Mm. And so as a teenager with all these peer pressures, whether it comes to recreational drugs like, like marijuana and all these things and sleeping around and, you know, going to dances and doing things, I, I really try my best to keep myself away from, from those things and, and to try to live a holy and honoring life to God. and and you know, it wasn't me. It was the Holy Spirit. It was the anointing of God through me. If it, mm. if it was just left in my flesh, I would have felt to all those things and more. But if we really seek the Lord every morning, it's one thing I really, really disciplined myself to do. Whether I had to be school, I'd be at school at 5 a.m. or not, I'd wake up at 3 a.m. Mm. and get on my knees and get on my face and say, God, if you don't show up today, I'm screwed. Because I know Vic. Vic is a hot mess not even a hot mm. man an ugly mess you know what i'm saying I, i'll mess it up every single time but if the holy spirit goes with me if i seek him if i confide in him he will live through me that it won't be no longer i who live but christ who lives in me mm. and, and so consecrating ourselves and then the last thing is uh the lord took me back just just as you were saying this um the lord brought to mind the fact that the disciples were teenagers yes that that yes mother was 13 or 14 year old and mm -hmm. if God can bring the creator of the universe can bring himself through that God incarnate that that God manifested in the flesh can come through a 13 year old child a 13 year old teenager if God can use uh, teenagers 12 teenagers and disciples and, mm. and fishermen and, and messed up people and tax collectors and 
and, and prostitutes and, and the woman at the well who, who, who had multiple husbands and, and Rahab and back in the Old Testament, a prostitute, if God can use them, and if God can use me, because I know me, I am a mess, but God is good. And if God can use me, he can use you. And mm. if God can use the most unqualified people, he can use you. And, and so the thing that God's calling me to in this next season is like beyond my mind, nothing I could have thought of, dreamt of. And I'm like, God, this is over my head. I, I don't think I can do it. He's like, yeah, you're right. You can't do it. But let me do it through you. And when you let me do it through you, there's a special thing. There's a, there's a special touch. Sorry, last thing I'll wrap up there. When Peter, James, and John were in the temple and the, and the, the high priests, the religious people were telling them to stop preaching the gospel, they said, I cannot stop but, but, but speak about these things I've seen and heard. Let the gospel be so rooted in you that you, it overflows. Mm-hmm. Ministry flows from intimacy. Ministry flows from who you are, who, who, what you do flows from who you are. And if you are not living right, if you're not right with God, and if you're not in the word, there is no ministry that will flow from you. And if you try, you will fail and you will burn out. Last thing I know, I said last thing three times. It's the black preacher thing. You say we're going out. But, but last thing, they're in the temple again, the disciples, and they're telling them to, to be quiet. But then the, the priest noticed something. He said, these are unskilled untrained, idiotase, the, the Greek word idiotase is where we get the word idiot. These are unskilled, untrained, common men. But the one thing we see about them is that they have been with Jesus. They mm. have been in the presence of Jesus. They have the mark of the Holy Spirit on them. They have wow. something on them that we don't have as as the highest of high priests, the most educated people that memorize the whole tour. These guys were experts in religious law. So the educated say that you have something that I don't have. So why can't God use you without a degree? And I'm not against degrees. I've went to school and all these things, but why can't God use you unqualified mm. high school? Why can't God use you unqualified and uneducated middle school or elementary school? The only thing you need is that you must be with Jesus faith. That's so good, Vic. I love, I love that challenge of each of us need to make that commitment to be with Jesus daily. And, uh, and everything comes from there. Like he is the well that we like flow from, like he uh, is our anchor. He is. And if we go through our days without being anchored in the Lord, then yeah, we're going to toss and turn with the waves. But if Jesus is our anchor on the daily, as Jesus says, take up your cross daily, like following Jesus isn't just a when we want to kind of thing or once a month or once a week at church. No, this is a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, morning, afternoon, evening sort of relationship with the Lord that we have. And I think it's just amazing and so, so encouraging. And I love what you shared here today, Vic. And I, I hope for each of you listening that you have been encouraged by uh, this conversation today about uh, the anointing that we've received. And uh, Vic, before we're done, would you be willing to pray uh, just to kind of close out this conversation and pray for the people who've been listening? Yeah, it'd be an honor, Jordan. Oh, Father, we come before you. We thank you, Lord, that while we were in our muck, in our mire, in our brokenness, in our sin, while we were yet a far way off, Father, you ran towards us. You came towards us, God. And God, we thank you that you use 
unqualified, broken vessels. God, your word says that you uh, work through broken vessels. We have this treasure in earthen vessels so that the excellency of the glory of God might be shown through it. And I thank you, Lord, that you're that you're using broken vessels. I thank you, Lord, that 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 the next Billy Graham, that the next uh, that the next uh, Oral Roberts, that the next revivalist, that the next Catherine Coleman, and the and the next. Um, Priscilla Shires and the next Christine Kane. God, you're raising up people that are under the sound of our voices today, Lord. You're raising up people to do things for you, Lord, that nobody else has ever done before. And I just pray your hand right now, your hand will just fall on them. Your Holy Spirit will convict them. Your Holy Spirit will draw them Lord. We ask, Lord, God, that in our day as Habakkuk cried, but we've heard the stories We've heard the stories of what you've done to these men in the past. We've heard what you did through Moses. We've heard what you did through Elisha. And we have the same spirit. And, Lord, we're asking, Lord, do it again. Do it again, Lord. And if you're willing, would you do it through us as your vessels? Lord, we come to you and we ask for this blessing. We ask for the anointing of the Holy Spirit to increase on our lives. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Vic. This has been wonderful having you on the podcast. And for for those of you listening, or for for the people listening, Vic, if someone wants to find you on social media, do you have a place that they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. I've got a Instagram, so it's uh, Vic V I C underscore L O V E N underscore Christ. So Vic Loving Christ. And Facebook, you can always follow me. Just type in my name, Victor Agbagba. Um, uh, I am going to be launching a podcast as well soon, very soon, up and coming. Wonderful. Uh, it's going to be called Breakthrough Podcast. It's not going to be anywhere great as Jordan's, I promise you. But but uh, I'm you know, sure it's like going to be incredible. I'm excited to hear it. But I, I, I feel like the Lord's just placed a burden on my heart to do that uh, a few years back, and I've just been holding back. and. Um, so it'll be coming up in a few months, but yes, man, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to get connected for you, uh, with you. I'd love to know how I can serve you and pray for you anyway. So hit me up. Awesome. Well, thank you, Vic. This has been wonderful having you on here. And for each of you that are tuning in, make sure to check out Victor Agbegba on everything on Instagram and on all the places you guys will really, really enjoy connecting with Vic uh, hopefully as much as I have over the course of the years that I've known him and, and, uh, yeah, thank you, Vic, for being on here. Uh, for those of you also, uh, make sure to reach out if you are interested and you like, sometimes those of you that listen, you might be like, Oh, what is this? How to life movement that I keep hearing about that uh, Vic talked about today. And that many of our other guests have talked about, please reach out to us at how to life movement or Gen Z today podcast or me. I'm at, at Jordan Whitmer on Instagram. We would love to connect with you and, and just chat with you about any ideas or, or things uh, that anything that you have a heart for this generation, like we'd love to help encourage you. And uh, especially as we're planning more how to life movement events for this next school year and so much more to come. But uh, thank you to each of you for tuning in. Thank you, Vic, for being on here. Uh, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I invite you to subscribe, leave a rating or review, and tell your friends about the Gen Z Today podcast. Tune in each Wednesday for a brand new episode. On Instagram, you can follow at Gen Z Today podcast, as well as my page at Jordan Whitmer. Gen Z Today is sponsored by How to Life Movement with a mission to reach, disciple, and mobilize Gen Z young people for Christ. 
Gen Z Today and How to Life Movement are made possible because of the generous financial partnership of friends like you. To find out more, visit our website, genztoday.com. That website again is genztoday.com. See you next time on Gen Z Today. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.